What's happening, guys? Sitting over here getting ready to share final thoughts with you all. Glover talking about the speed. All right, that seems fair. Because I think the reason that I'm uh, the reason that I'm sitting here and watching this post-fight interview is in the event that Glover is going to retire. I don't know that that's what's going to happen, but I see that his gloves are off. It's hard to imagine what would be next. I don't see Glover holding the gloves, looking as though he's going to throw them down, but I do see his manager, his longtime manager, George, is standing right behind him, holding holding the gloves. So just uh, stand by. Let's see where this is going to go. Hate to miss this moment if it, in fact, is going to be Glover's last. It was an interesting fight. Can we all agree on that? All right, he's taking the gloves, guys. Hold on a second here. All right, Glover Teixeira has officially retired from the sport. Now, wow, a big moment. Right, I mean, what a big moment. And they'll tell you all the time to the point that it gets cliche, and it gets cliche to the point that it's lazy and it's even annoying, which is a guy will get old overnight. But there's a reason that expression has stayed around. There really is. And you can see it. And the fighter is the last to know. They will say that your power is the last thing to go. I don't know for sure that that's true. I know that's an expression that they say. But the first thing to go will be your takedown. In the world of mixed martial arts, the first thing that will go is your takedown. Once you lose the takedown, that is your first step into the realm of of retirement, get into the category of being too old, which of course you're just talking about speed, you're talking about timing, you're talking about slowing down a little bit. The first thing that will go is your ability to grab somebody else and take them down because of all the things that go into it. All of the setups, all of the timing, all of the maneuvers, all of the practice, all of the precision, all of the cardio, everything that goes into that, when you see that go, when you see a guy getting less takedowns than he's normally used to getting, that is the first step towards the last step. Now, when you have a, a situation like Glover, a very unique guy. I mean, that is a very unique career. 40 years old, he's world champion. 40 years old, he loses a world championship. 40 years old, he reclaims number one contendership. 40 years old, he goes out and fights for a world title in front of his home crowd of Brazil. I mean, it's just very uncommon. I just mean north of 40, but you understand those situations don't generally last, and the guy doesn't generally just hang out there. And how how much do we want to say, well, well that was honorable, and that was prideful, and look at how tough he is? Because all of those things are most certainly true, and that's how we want to remember him. But at, at what point do you stop a fight? I mean, that's a fair question as well. Let's either do away with the rule. You can no longer stop a fight. There's no such thing as stopping a fight. Or let's define what needs to happen for a fight to be stopped. And I'm ready to have that conversation, guys. I won't make believe that I have the answer for you. When should you stop a fight? Well, you want to know when? You, you don't stop a fight when your athlete can no longer take any more damage. And that is, that is what is unanimously believed. That is believed by the announcers. That is believed by your cornermen. That is believed by the referee. You stop the fight when your fighter cannot take any more damage. I don't agree. You stop the fight when that guy can no longer win. Whenever that is, and as soon as that is, that's when a responsible person stops the fight. 
And I won't say that the fighter needs to be on the same page as the corner, and the corner needs to be on the same page as the referee. I agree that they can all look at it differently. I agree that the referee can be a little stronger towards what the rule says, which is a little closer towards as long as this guy can still intelligently defend himself. I understand that. But the corner's got to be a little bit closer to, I know my guy, I know what a 10-9 must system is, I know that we're way down, I know things are getting worse, not better, and I have an opportunity to pull him out. And I'll just share that with you. Now, I know we got some questions here. Look, it says, Chael and say something. Just a guy on YouTube. All right, guys. Glover had a horrible fight. He had a horrible game plan. Is that true? You think Glover had a horrible game plan? It looked like the game plan was to go out there and get him down. And Glover's got a real key way to do that, which is to get to that single. He gets to a single, but he pulls. He doesn't push. He gets a single, he pulls. He either comes up and comes to the body or he goes to two legs. But everything starts with getting a hold of that lead leg. And it looked like Glover had a hard time getting that lead leg. I mean, I, I will tell you that. I didn't think it was a terrible game plan. It was a game plan that didn't work. That I will acknowledge. But I don't know that it was horrible. It looked pretty consistent with things that I've seen uh, Glover doing in the past. Uh, P... Piera will avenge Glover. Well, now you bring up an interesting point because I also think in the world of predictions, that's wise. And what you're talking about is Alex Piera leaving middleweight and going up to 205 pounds. I also see that as a very live dog as, as Jamal Hill's next fight is against Alex Piera. I see that. Something is going on at 185. And none of us have quite put our thumb on it, right? For some reason, Adesanya and Piera is not done. For some reason, Adesanya and Piera hasn't even begun. I mean, these guys got a rivalry. They got this great last fight. There was even an upset. You got Izzy up four rounds, losing by, or, you know, there's one round left for Piera to come and, and, and grab the whole thing, and he's got to do it by stoppage. He comes out and does it. I'm, I'm stating the obvious for you, but there's really no talk, and there's really nothing towards a rematch. We would all go for that. It would make perfect sense. You could come out with an announcement, hey, we're going to do a rematch, and nobody would disagree. But it doesn't seem to be a direction that the winds are blowing in. As a matter of fact, one of the dirt sheets that I, I follow, MMA Mania, came out last week and even said Robert Whitaker is a leading candidate to be fighting Alex Pierre for a world championship. Yeah, maybe. Maybe there doesn't appear to be anything there, but let's go back to what you're talking about. What you're talking about is Piera vacating 185 pounds, moving up to 205 pounds. And the only reason that Piera is not at 205 right now is because of Glover Teixeira. Glover Teixeira just retired, which opens the door for Piera. I mean, I'm just spelling this out for any fans that have been living under a rock, and I happen to agree with you. I think we saw that with Figueredo earlier this evening, right? We're cutting weight and beating the scale becomes such a commitment that it becomes a distraction, that it becomes a nuisance. And it draws away from your ability to, one, enjoy what you're doing, but two, to adequately prepare. You've only got so much energy. You've only got so much focus. You've only got so many calories that you can burn in a day towards something. So if you're putting 30% of that towards the scale, you've only got 70% towards the sport. More guys are doing 70% towards the scale and 30% towards the sport. It becomes a problem. So 
What would Piera? We all can agree that Piera is going to move up to 205 pounds at some point, right? And we can only agree to that because Piera has told us that. Why stop him now? Why is it a better idea to move Piera to 205 pounds 12 months from now, I mean three fights from now, as opposed to right now? I don't have an answer. Chael would have taken Hill down. That's true. That is true. But I wouldn't have gone for one leg. I would have gone for two. Now, I don't, I don't superpose for you that I could have held him there. I could have done something more miraculous. You saw this in a fight tonight, and I will bring it to your attention. Because since 1993, as onlookers, we're trying to observe this sport as a way to deduce what the best skills, the best techniques, the best arts for this specific sport are. We saw a fight tonight, and it was Paul Craig versus Johnny Walker. And Johnny Walker threw a kick, and Paul Craig catches the leg. Do you guys remember this? So now Johnny is standing on one leg, and he's punching Paul Craig to the point that he finished him. Paul's on his feet, then he's on his knees, then he's on the canvas, still holding onto that leg with nothing to protect his face and no weapon to throw back to distract Walker. So Walker just keeps on hitting him until they stop the fight. Now, that's a very philosophical point, and I really want you guys to see it. I have taught this a number of times, where I will stand in front of a group, got all sorts of fighters watching. I'll have a partner come out. I will hand him my leg, and I will ask the group of onlookers, does he have my leg? And all the onlookers, yeah, he's got your leg. And I'll say, okay, I want you to look at this again. Hand him my leg. Does he have my leg? They'll say, yeah, he's got your leg. I'll do it a third time. Exact same position, except I'll say, does he have my leg or do I now have his hands? And that's what's really important to know. In a wrestling match, you can have a guy's leg. In MMA, there's no such thing as a single. There is no such thing as a single. If you spend a single moment in the practice room, you're wasting your time. Trail, what drives someone to keep fighting towards a title after 40 against a crop of hungry fighters? I mean, I'm glad I retired, but wasn't this a long time coming? Hey, I hear what you're saying. It's definitely not something that you would predict. I don't know that Glover would have predicted he was going to do his finest work or have his biggest opportunities later in life. But it's like anything. Why would you ever quit playing a game? Why would you ever quit playing a game? Have you ever chosen to quit playing a game? Probably not. It was probably chosen for you. Most everybody got to play games in PE class, but eventually someday you don't have PE class anymore. You don't get to play games. If you elected to go into sport within high school, someday you're no longer in high school and now you don't get to play the game. So not very many people ever say, I want to be done playing. I want to be done doing this. I want to be done with this lifestyle. I want to move on. They're forced into it. And then in this business, which in opportunities which are even more cutthroat and hard to come by, you're just not good enough to keep your spot. Turned out Glover was. So I think it's very admirable as to why he stayed. I, to finish my thought on that single leg business, in MMA, there's no such thing as a single. You will never have a guy's leg. A guy will have both of your hands. Keep that in mind. Either get to a position where you get to the body or get to both legs or let it go. You aren't grappling if you're holding one of his legs. Chael, baddest from Oregon. That's true. All right, Brazilian fans, what are your thoughts, Chael? Well, they fill up an arena. I did not love that Moreno had to run out. 
I, I didn't love that. He's getting showered with beers. Errol Hawani tweeted about that. He called it horrible. I think he said the fans in Reno shower Moreno with beers. That's horrible. I thought it was a fair tweet. Chill. Can we see Moreno Figueredo five? Oh, jeez. Oh, Lordy, I hope not. Chael, get the mouthpiece working because 205 is ripe for the taking. Finally get that world title. Chael, what brand are your shoes? I don't know. Uh, Tom Ford. Tom Ford shoes, which I assume you're asking me because you like them. Thank you, if that's the case. I don't know if I've ever had shoes complimented. I'll take that from you as the first. The arena was empty. By the end of the main event. Is that true? That's not what I saw. All right, here, let's see this one. Gilbert, Hosmet, and Colby. What is going to happen with each of them? Well, what don't you tell me? What do you want to do with Gilbert? Did you appreciate what Gilbert did tonight? Are you aware that Gilbert Burns just beat a guy, Neil Magny, who at one point in his career had won seven fights in a row? Okay. We know what we're going to do with Gilbert, right, guys? We don't need to pretend this. We know what we're going to do to him. We're going to screw him. So how are we going to screw him? We know we're not going to give him a world title fight. We know that he is the most willing guy. We know that he is willing to be the most active guy. We know that he's willing to go in there and fight with anybody, which is not characteristics and compliments that we could give to any other individual within 170 pounds. But we know we're not going to give him the world title fight. So let's just admit it right now. We're going to screw him. But to screw him, we've got to have two things. First off, we've got to have someone for him to fight next. And secondly, we've got to have somebody to fight for the belt next. As soon as we can establish those two things, we can screw Gilbert. And it's what we're going to do anyway. So let's just figure it out now. Who can we give Gilbert aside from the winner of Kamara and Leon, which we know we're not going to do? Who do you want to give him? Go ahead. I'm, I'm waiting. I, I know we're not, as a community, going to come together and get behind Gilbert. We're going to force somebody else into it. We're going to say things like Hazmat Chemaev, who, by all intents and purposes, has left the division. So, if you want to collectively get together on the internet and stick it up Burns' ass, which ultimately we will do as a community, we got to know who's going to fight for the belt and who's available to fight with Gilbert. Now, all right, how can I contact you for career advice? Oh, you just did, and you just blew your spot. God, I read it right there. Could have asked me the question. I guess we'll never know. Gilbert did call out Colby, and I would love to see that. Yeah, that'd be interesting. A couple of guys have said Colby's name. And Gilbert and Colby, I, I really do get that one. Colby has been, by Colby's standards, oddly quiet lately. And that's the only thing that I could state for you there. I personally believe Chemayev needs to be at 185 pounds. But, but I also believe 185 is about to be a vacated title. I think that Piera is going to move up. So let's see. Let's, let's wait. Let's see how that whole thing plays out. The only thing we know at 170 is we are going to appreciate what Gilbert did tonight, but we're not going to get him a title fight, and we just got to figure out how to screw him in the meantime. Chael! When can we expect news of your upcoming fight? All right, let's see here. Plaza LLC, I would fight him. All right, thanks you all. Cosmot versus Colby. Well, that's an interesting one. I mean, do you want to see... Chael, the funniest thing you can say is making fun of downhill skiing. Yeah, You know, that goes back a long ways, and I appreciate you knowing that. But what, what is that, right? 
I mean, how is that impressive how you get down the hill faster than somebody else? Like, that's just gravity. If you want to impress me, take the same people to the same hill and, and whoever can get up it the fastest, that's where the skill comes. What do you mean down hill skiing? And that's what you're referring to, right? I, I agree with you. That's very silly. Chael, what are your thoughts on Andrew Tate? I'll tell you what, I've been following that thing as closely as you could. I don't know what's going on. My understanding is it's he and his brother, and they're in Romania, and they're jammed up. And I check on it every day. I'll go on some site, and I'll hit refresh. And to my understanding, that's still where they're at. Hey, Chael, greetings from Ireland. Well, thank you very much. Chael, get your booster knocks. I assume that means shots. Chael. Ah, I got cut off. 20K to promote Power Slap. Do you do it? Okay. I'm sorry. I'm trying to. Greetings from Ecuador. Thank you. Do you think Piera will beat Hill? Well, it's an interesting one. I mean, I thought that Hill looked really good tonight. I don't know that I've ever thought that Jamal Hill was the best in the world at 205 pounds. Now, tonight he wins the belt. He's the best in the world at 205 pounds. Where some of my questions were, though, is would the lights be too bright? How would he do in a main event? How would he do in championship rounds? These were all questions, and they're all fair questions, right? We asked that of everybody until we see it. I thought he looked incredible tonight. Can that stand-up go out of work with Blahovitz? Can it work with Uncle Live? Are those even the guys that could get the opportunity? Chael, who would win between Brandon Moreno and Davidson Figueredo if they team up and Derek Lewis, two flightweights versus one heavyweight? I got to tell you. That's a really, really stupid question. Now, moving on, Chael, I think Hill can beat Magomedov and Jan. What do you think? I mean, I think that's what you're probably going to have to do, right? It's it's a very tough scenario to imagine between Ankolaev or Blahovitz. It's a very tough scenario to imagine that both of those guys get pushed over here and we bring somebody into a world title fight against Hill. It's hard to imagine who that person would be. I feel as though we need to look to Uncle of Blahovitz and grab one of them. We could push one of them away. We're probably going to have to grab one of them, which would go to Uncle of I think. And how would Jamal do with him? Look, he looked very good tonight. He really did. His wrestling defense was solid. He got taken down one time. He scrambled back up to his feet. That was a big deal. Glover mounted him. If Glover would have held him there or even ridden out the round, I think we could have used that as a blueprint to knock Jamal. For right now, I think Jamal has the right to bask in the glow. He's the best fighter in the world at 205 pounds. Tomorrow will be another answer, but for tonight, that performance was nearly perfect. All right. How interested are you? Let's see if I can get one here, guys. Okay. Uh, who would be 185 pound for the vacant title fight? Well, who do you think? Who do you think? Izzy has not said that he's hurt, and Izzy hasn't even said that he wants time off. So Izzy's there. Whitaker, whose fight fell through with Paulo Costa, has not been given a new partner. But there's no part of me that would predict for you that Adesanya and Whitaker are going to go fight. So it does seem like there's some opening there. It does seem like there's some opportunity at 185 pounds. And my idea gets shut down real fast, right? 
my my belief that Pierre is going to go to 205 pounds. That gets shut down real fast if a fight announcement comes out for Pierre at 185 pounds. But who are you going to put Pierre with against uh, other than Adesanya? And you could put Pierre and Adesanya. Like, if you made that announcement, everybody would say, okay, fine, what took you so long to make the announcement? It just feels as though for some reason they're not making that announcement. If I was to guess for you between, well, they just haven't got around to saying it, or Pierre wants to see what happens with Glover because he might move up to 205. That, that's the one I've got to lean to. All right, Chael, your Engano videos and background music to my life. Thanks so much for your content. Well, you're very welcome. You know what a hot topic that is. Where is Engano going to go? I mean, what happens to him now? Tyson Fury went and called Francis out. He was doing an interview, Tyson Fury. He said, Francis, I understand you're not with the UFC anymore. Let's fight. And, and we've always known that those two were going to do something that wasn't boxing. They, they, they've been real open to tell us that they're going to create something and then go compete in it. So the Gypsy King laid out what that would be. It's going to be in a cage. It's going to be four-ounce gloves. Queensberry rules. Mike Tyson's a special guest referee. That's weird. That's weird, and I don't know that there's a promoter out there that's going to pick that up for the numbers that those guys think that's worth. And when I thought Tyson was being serious... And then he threw in that Mike Tyson was going to be the referee, right? I mean, that, that was the same thing as when the guy, when the guy finally works up the courage to ask the girl out, hey, we should, we should go to the dance together Saturday. And then he puts LOL, like, as his way out. Throwing Mike Tyson in as the referee was Tyson Fury's way out. So where's that going to go? Man, that thing just keeps getting weirder. Chael... You're a legend in MMA content and on YouTube. First time ever seeing you live. Appreciate your content daily. Thank you very much. I'm a fan. Curious who is your favorite active fighter? Well, Frank Yeager was my favorite fighter. Right? And so Frankie retired. So I'm looking for a new favorite. I'm very open. But I will tell you for right now, I'm down to two. I'm giving a real good look at Volkanovski. Purely because of his attitude. His fighting skills, his prowess, his number one ranking, his world championship, and his undefeated record. Sure, those are very nice. But it's his attitude in front of everything that draws me to it. I believe if there was no cameras and there was no money, Volkanovsky would be here anyway. That's what I believe. I believe he wants to be champion, that he is driven. That's what I believe. Whether it's accurate or not, that's what I believe. And it's those same qualities that I'm giving a real good look at Michael Chandler. And Michael Chandler might as well be the undefeated champion because every loss that Chandler's had, I have to remind myself that he had them. Chandler lost his last fight, but I have to remind myself of that. Like, he goes out there and competes and doesn't back down from anybody, and I think those guys are very interesting. Chael, you should do more lies. Well, thank you for that. Chael, is Glover over the hill? Oh, I see what you did there. Is Glover over... The Hill. Can I use that, by the way? Can I tweet that out? Can, can I have that? Chael, how many boosters uh, did you take? Chael, you're a class act. Well, thank you. If you knew me better, you might come to a different opinion. Chael, I don't have much to say. I just love the videos. Uh, big fun. 
from Israel. Well, hello. I got to visit your country one time. It's beautiful there. Chael, whatever happened to a something trilogy? It went too fast. Chael the Legendary. All right, let's do one here, guys. Hold on, hold on. Race car friends, why not Izzy? Race car friends, why not Izzy? If that means something, I'm sorry. I don't know what it means. Chael Andrade. Chael, you got some sizz up in your cup. Chael. All right, guys, you're moving a little quick for me here. I'm going to tell you this. I appreciate you all. You got a new champion in town. You've got a new champion. You got a retirement to Glover to share. Please congratulate Hill. He certainly worked hard. And what a difference a day makes, right? This was not something he campaigned for. It was not something that he expected. He expected a fight tonight against Lionheart. Things change. Generally in this sport, when things change, it's for the worse. Very rarely when things change, it's for the better. In his case, it changed for the better. So good for Hill. And a retirement by Glover, who went out the way that he came in and went out the way that his entire career existed, which is tough, right? I mean, that is one tough and impressive man. And that may not be the number one thing that a fan's looking for. But for a fighter to be called by his fellow fighters tough, generally your toughness leaves you. You show up a hell of a lot tougher than you'll leave. One of the first things to get up and walk out of the room is your heart and is your grit. It stayed with Teixeira. It was awesome. You guys are awesome. Thank you all. I've had it with you all. Good night, everybody.